You are now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you are listening to us, this is the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast. And I am your host, Rob Kennedy, sitting here with my co-host, Mickey Dell. How are you, Mickey Dell? And for the listeners at home, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am... The big horse on Twitter if you'd like to contact me, but I am also the owner, the manager, and the one striving for the 50 grand prize pool at the end of the year, Mixed Pigs 2023. Look out. How are you, Robbie? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Massive shout out. I must give a shout out to my team as well. I'm the coach of Delicious Raviolis. Uh, I am from the Cyril Rioli era. That is the Rioli that I refer to there. It's the great man, uh, Dennis. Actually, no, it was. Bruce McAvaney who said that is delicious. So a uh, little bit of a play on words there. But, mate, I must give a shout-out to our friends at Bolter. They are our unofficial official sponsor. To everybody who's been making comments, I've got a little bit of a birdie telling me we might actually be making some traction, Thanks. mate, that we might be making yeah. some traction with Bolter. And we thank them because you guys have been enjoying the beverage. And I know our boys over who do the NRL podcast, Matty and Nate, they love to knock back a bolter. So, Boulder, get on board because these shout-outs won't last long until we uh, we get a little bit of yeah, merch. that's right. I'll flick this around and have bolter on my hat. There's a, I've never met a thirstier bunch of blokes doing the NRL podcast, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it goes hand-in-hand hand with the NRL, doesn't it? Probably a bit more I than I think AFL. so, yeah. 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 Anyways, we divulge. We want to jump in. We're trying to keep these episodes a little bit shorter and a little bit mm-hmm. sharper. To everybody who has been listening along in the past, thank you so much and welcome back in. To anyone who's new, welcome. We're going to be talking about PODs or point of different players. We're up to our final line and it's the big boys, the big man in the ruck. We've done our defenders, we've done our mids, and we've done our forwards. Today, we're going to talk about those point of different mm. players. Now, what does that mean? That means someone who is 8% or under when it comes to ownerships from other teams. As we've talked about before, these are the players that are going to make, dare I say, the difference between only having must-have players and getting the same score as everybody else. Who are the people that you can throw in that are still going to score big, but nobody else has them in their teams? So I throw to the great man himself. I don't know who he's got on his list. Mickey Dell. Tell me who you've got, and I'm going to give my natural reaction to what I think. All right, so my number one on this list, at 5%, Sean Darcy, Fremantle. So he's, a, he's priced at 562K, which is an average of 102. The last two years, he's averaged 118 and 102. With other rucks playing in the same team as him, he's had Lloyd Meek, he's had these types of players playing alongside him. He's missed three games in two years, so the perception of him missing a lot of games, that's, that's not correct. He is, and you being a Perth boy, you'll be able to back me up on this. I believe he's one of the top two tack ruckmen in the competition, and he's quite mobile for a big lad. Um, I don't believe the addition of Jackson is going to affect him. If anything, I think it's going to enhance his scoring ability because teams are going to be that worried about Jackson inside and playing ruck, playing midfield, whatever else, uh, his price could easily jump. So at 5%, that's that's a bit of a steal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I can see why he's at 5%. Everyone has that fear factor of what's yeah. going to happen with him and Luke Jackson. But everything I'm hearing from my inside info at Frio is he's going to ruck 
and ruck the defensive half, and Luke Jackson is going to ruck the front half, which for me from a super coach capacity means Sean Darcy is still their main ruck and putting up those type of numbers that you were talking about just there, but he's also going to get some easier touches behind the ball. He's going to get some intercept marks. He's going to get those hit-outs behind. He's going to be giving off the ball and be efficient with it. So there's a lot of my ears getting perked up when I hear that, that they're going to kind of ruck in halves, that he's going to not only put up the same type of numbers, but if not higher numbers. So very, very good start. In the super coach world, those touches behind the pill and when you're, you're playing that loose man back, they're big point generators. That's how Maxi Gorn's made his points over the years as well. Yeah, I've got Jared Witts at the moment in my side at that 605, but when I look at a Sean Darcy at 562, I could do a lot with 42,500 more in the Absolutely. bank, mate. Absolutely. So the next one, we've just touched on him at 4%, Maxi Gorn, at an average of 113. Now, I know people are scared off because Brody Grundy's there, but you've got to remember he's averaged 120 and 113 the last two years with Jackson when Melbourne were putting the time into Jackson to develop him into that Ruckman. So he's had those Ruckman with him, like uh, Fitzpatrick, I think, in the past. He's had Wiedemann Ruckman with him. Um, there's been several times where he's not just been the lone Ruckman, but still been able to generate points by, as we said about Darcy, playing that kick behind the play, those intercept possessions, the taps to advantage. I know he's at 6622k and only at 4%, but is he going to go that much higher than that price? Probably not. But if you're looking for consistency, it's that's it right there. I'm really big on set and forget when it comes to my rucks. I don't like mucking mm-hmm. around with it too much. I kind of, when you only have two two people in the main possession uh, position there, I like to set and forget. So he's one that can be that set and forget. Um, he's actually down at 3% now. Um, and I think it's probably, we've talked about this a lot on, What's the likelihood of who's the better forward? Um, and I think people see Gorn as being that better forward where Brody Grundy's more that, that ruck. But again, yeah, I, I still think it's a pretty safe bet yeah. that he's going to put up some good numbers. I think they're going to divide it up between them. My only concern is Melbourne in the premiership window is do they rest at certain times? Is there, you know, that's my only yeah. concern with them at the moment. But again, at 3%, you can't really go wrong with a guy that's put up the numbers that he has over the Do you think people years. are overthinking it? Uh, it could be, yeah. absolutely. For me, for me at the moment, it's. I think you're either overthinking it or you're straight up looking at it like I am, which is I just think the price is too high when there's two rucks. That's my. Uh, the, I'm not overthinking. I don't give a stuff what position they play. I'm just seeing two quality rucks that are going to divide the workload up. For me, it's a no at yep. that price. Good shout. But I don't think Sean Darcy fits into that no. category. I think they're going to play Jackson as a forward ruck. So Sean Darcy continues to play the role that he has, putting the numbers yep, up that he has. On. The next one might surprise some people that have got him in here, but Riley O'Brien, 560K at an average of 102. Um, I'm fully aware that he was dropped to the twos last year, but you can't help but listen to the Adelaide media and that he's been spoken about as a potential captain of the Adelaide Footy Club. I know today Jordan Dawson was nominated as the captain of the Adelaide Footy Club, but for him to be in that same conversation, something's going on there. He's had a good pre-season. People obviously respect him there. You've got the only other ruck there is Kieran Strawn. Shout out to him, local Bendigo lad. Glad you're doing well, mate, but 
when it comes to rucks, Riley O'Brien is the standout one at that footy club. He had 17 tackles in a game last year as a ruckman. If that's consistent for him, 560k is cheap. I want to go back first to the comment that you just made. I've had an I've had a day out today, so I haven't been around the news. I'm normally all over it. Has he been nominated, or has Jordan Dawson actually been named? He has captain been named of the captain Adelaide of the Adelaide Footy Club. Wow, that's that's a huge accolade for someone who's only just sort of mm-hmm. got to the club. That's that's yeah. massive. Um, great, massive shout out to him as well. Well done. Um, the Riley roller coaster. But I think everything you say like, is so up and down. Uh, the guy was pumping out scores of 175, 133, yep. then all of a sudden a 62 and a 78 and a 61 and and a 53 and a 46 and, and then a 160. It's it's unbelievable how much this guy goes up and down. You know he's going to get the hit-outs. That is an absolute lock. He loves the hit-out. He's going to get the hit-outs. It's whether he gets his hands on the, on the pill, uh, gets those marks, get those disposals. But everything you have said, spot on. The guy is going to be their number one ruck. I, I can't see him being dropped. Um, so at 560, he's he's not a bad pick. I'm really big on grabbing those guys who you know are going yep. to be the ruck, and and he is. He's their guy. Now, this this next one, I want people to really keep an eye on the uh, the team in the preseason. Jonathan Segler, okay? 374K for an average of 85. That was from two games last year. Watch the preseason because, as you know, at Hawthorne, he was averaging what, 95, 96 a game. Um, if he's their first ruck and they choose to go with him, that that could be a massive point of difference moving forward if, if that's where they're going to go. You know, Blissavs, as good as what he was during the finals campaign last year, he cannot ruck 23, 24 games including, or, and then including finals. That's too much. You know, Stanley... Is he nearly past it now? Like we've, there's more bandages on him than what there is a local racehorse down here, local track. You know, um, yeah. If he's playing, he's a massive consider. Absolutely. Oh, I I think Blickfast actually becomes more of a midfield this yep. year. I think with sort of let's be honest, it's basically a sub rule. Um, I think they could go Segler, but then does he get subbed off and Blickfast like finishes off mm-hmm. the game um, or a Stanley? The problem for me with Geelong is they have too many options. There's too many options. They're going for another back-to-back year. They could have chop-outs at different points. But if he's their guy, he's going to put up the numbers. And, and at that price, it's it's a no-brainer. He could be one of the highest percentage jumps in a very quick moment if we if we see him put up some numbers. He knows how to get the hit-outs. He knows how to get his hand on the footy at the he same time. Yeah, no, hundred percent. He takes. He actually has a very good set yeah. shot on him when he when he has a has a shot at goal. So yeah, I, I rate him highly. I just feel like Geelong have too many options that we don't know what they're. Gonna... Geelong is like the biggest unknown. We've talked about Mitch Duncan. We've talked about Jack Bowes. We've talked about Dangerfield. We've talked about Cameron. We're now talking about Segler. We're talking about Blickfast. It's so many unknowns. I mean, yeah, it's it's a really it's a really interesting team that has just too much yeah. talent. Too much talent. Yep. The last one, and I've brought him up in previous podcasts, but I love this bloke, Bryn Tickle. So he's at 190K, which is at an average, or he's average 51 here, which is averaging more than um, Windhager in our last podcast that we dropped. The son of Tez Tickle, 
That's hot. That's really hot. hot. Word is he's burning up the track over at Port and that he's in line for a round one spot. If he's picked as a Ruckman, like you've got, you got to remember he scored 70 against Richmond, I believe it was, and was injured in the third quarter. So if he's up and about and he's scoring like that, uh, he could make you two, 300000 if he stays fit. Does Scott Lysett have something to say about that? Yeah, I, I've spoken about Scott Lysett in the past and how he he could be a, a ruck pot as well. You'll have to check how many teams he's picked in. I think there's more upside in uh, Mr. Tiggle here. Yeah. Um, what do you got there? Mate, I don't have anything. I've, I live vicariously through you when it comes to Mr. Tickle. Um, but you excite me every single time. For anyone who's watching this on YouTube, you can see it in your face. You've got a sparkle in your eye every time you talk about him, not just because of the great banter, the yeah. humour you have to do with his father's name. But I actually – the funny thing is, is ever since you first brought him up, and I, I always put my hand up and go, you know what, I have never heard this name in my life. I went and had a look, and there actually is a lot of chat mm. about him. There is a lot of chat. So, um, dare I say, I say this too much, and a lot of my mates are getting into us about it, but, yeah, it's a, it's a watch this space yeah. uh, when it comes to Tickle because he's got some things it's going on. Can I, can I throw a couple of names yeah. at you, then, just to wrap up this one as well, because we do talk about yep. PODs. You know, sitting at 1% Nick Natanui, sitting at 1% Todd Goldstein, Sitting at zero percent, Braden Pruce. Where do those three sit with you? And I, I sort of throw a nitna in there because the sub rule, in a strange way, like he could get subbed off quite a bit yeah. this year. But does that mean he's actually in the ruck for a lot more time, knowing that he's coming off? And we know his points per minute is actually a very high number. One of the best in the comp points per minute. He's just got to stay in the park, um, which in a previous podcast I. I brought up that, like, there's a genuine chance that West Coast make the eight, but it's very dependent on whether Nick Nat and these types of players stay fit. Um, just because of his issues, he's a bit older now. Um, you'll know more being a Perth lad. Uh, the practice match the other day, apparently he was jumping all over the other two ruckmen, Jamison and Williams, I believe, were the other two that they used through the ruck. Um so that's that's a no go area for me, just given that you don't know whether you're going to get consistent games out of him. Uh, Goldie, there's word that they're going more Coombin uh, and Exiri or Exiri or however you say his name, um, and you could start to see that last year before we'll just call him Tristan because that's his first name um, before he got hurt, and then they sort of had to rely on Goldstein and in the back end of the year because they really had no one else to go through the ruck. Uh, and then when we talk about Braden Pruce, I don't know, if he's in country footy, he's, he's got to have his 16-week suspension and he's done for life, isn't he? Like he's he's been suspended, he's done injuries, he's, he's just so inconsistent when it comes to stringing games together. And when we're looking at, for our viewers at home, for you to get the best team on the park, to have the best opportunity to win money. We're not about to piss in your pocket and tell you it's raining, okay? These three that uh, my side of here, Robbie's brought up, they're do-not-touches. You're, you're not going to get consistent games out of them.
Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely couldn't agree more. The, the one that stands out for me most though is Bruce. He's just such an interesting unit. If, if, if uh, look, just listen to these first seven games last year: one hundred nine, one hundred two, one seventeen, one hundred nine, one hundred three, one twenty. Mm. Now he missed the first two yep. games, and then he missed and he missed one in between all those sort of games. Those are phenomenal numbers. Then he then he had a couple of DMPs. Then he came back against the Bulldogs, where I think he got injured and only got a seventeen. Mm-hmm. And then he finished the year with 85, 64, 93. It's just, it'd be intriguing. I think what everybody needs to look at, though, is do some intel. Look at what the new coach's philosophy is, because last year it was all about bringing in Yes, it was. But every time Bruce played, Bruce Mm -hmm. scored. So, yeah, you're right. It's It's a do not touch at the moment, but I would still look at him over the others as somebody that if he gets his dare I say, S together, yeah. shit yeah. together, that the guy can score points at 506,000. So, for Bruce, yeah, it's like just, going to a smorgasbord without actually seeing what's on the menu. You just you don't know what you're going to get. But when he plays, he's going to fill you up, isn't he? If, <laughs> hey, I was already laughing because I knew exactly yeah. where you're going there, but you, you even delivered that better than yeah. I thought you would. That was fantastic. No, you're spot on. Uh, mate, we move on. Um, I would love for you to give a shout-out to our 2K family. Yeah. Um, I'll leave that yeah, one with for, you, So mate. for everyone that's in or wants to get involved in the uh, online 2K community on PlayStation 5, the guys over at, on Twitter, ANZPL2K, are taking registrations for Season 8. Uh, they're starting to move into finals of Season 7 now, and things are really starting to heat up. So if you've got yourself a group of mates that think you're right at the online gaming Shoot the guys a message on Twitter, register your interest, and the guys like JD and that, they'll help you out from there. I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot about uh, players in the league getting signed overseas. Yeah. This kind of esports e- e- is getting massive. Yeah, so there's, there's one bloke who's just in the last 12 to 18 months returned from the E-League in, uh, yeah, the esports league over in America. Uh, he was drafted into an NBA team. Uh, and we've just had some players drafted from this specific league to go overseas and play in the NBA league. So there's massive money to be made. If you think you're half decent in the game, willing to put in the hours, you know, get a good team together or just a group of mates and, and have some some fun amongst the local community, shoot the guys a message. They're pretty supportive. They'll help you out and, uh, yeah, get yourself amongst it. Unbelievable. If anyone jumps on 2K, have a look out for goat underscore underscore Caruso. That's me, my little 3 and D man, just sitting in the corner. But uh, no, we love it. We love their support as well, and we look forward to them and supporting them as long as we can as well through this podcast. So on behalf of myself, Mickey Dell, everyone at Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast, the only final shout-out that I'd love to give is to D'Angelo Russell, who was back in the purple and gold. I followed him through college. I loved him, hated seeing him go. Love seeing him come back. Welcome back, Mr. Ice in your veins, D'Angelo Russell. I've got Russell. one more as well. You can, mate. Go Toddy for Murphy, it. Toddy Murphy, Australia uh, finger spinner. Ooh. So he's a local Echuca Moama boy and played some cricket in Bendigo here at Sandhurst. Congratulations on your first test cap and taking seven wickets in an innings. Australia were ordinary, but, yeah, you shone, mate. Well done, and we look forward to watching you throughout your successful career. 
Fantastic shout. Absolutely fantastic shout. To everybody listening along, this has been the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. We look forward to bringing you more content as we get closer to round one. See you later. See